This is AI Podcast. Not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slight different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to Agency Intelligence. Uh, Here is our Valentine's Day special Facebook Live. I'm really looking forward to this. If you kind of notice, I did something at Thanksgiving. I did something at Christmas. I'm trying to do something at Valentine's. Just a little bit of way to mix it up. And I thought to myself, Valentine is for sweethearts. And I thought to my, the first sweethearts I think of, right, are, are who's our guest today, which Jeff and Una Roy from Excalibur Insurance. Um, if you've ever been with them, if you've ever met them, they are full of knowledge. They are full of insurance. They are full of a lot of things people would say. But I would also say that they're, stop there. <laughs> I would say that they're also full of love. And that's why I got it. So Jeff and Jeff and Una, thank you very much for coming on this Facebook Live. I think this is going to be good. Thanks for having us, Jason. No problem. Wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss being with my Valentine on Valentine's Day, hanging out with you, right? That's right. That's right. I'm actually leaving after this. I took the rest of the day off so I could go spend it with my wife. So yeah, that's nice. Yeah, she she works here, but she uh, and that's why I can relate to you guys, right? She works here, but today's her day off. So you know, here let's just get right into this. Let's just get right right into this. Any ideas about days off? Come on. But yeah. Uh, well, okay. So yeah. So so truth be known, my wife doesn't really want to be in the insurance business. She came in because we bought an agency that had no people in it, and she just came in, started answering the phone, doing her best, and slowly she's now starting to go back out. That's this does not enjoy. She's not. Uh, this does not excite her. Okay, Una, it's you and her, different people. And when it comes to that, I, I'm, so so here's what I want to say. The dynamic. I want to talk about the dynamic of being a couple in an agency. And I think that no one, I think a lot of people say this, but no one breaks it down. They say, oh, it's so hard to work with your spouse, right? Oh, it's so hard. And I'll find out that some people it isn't. And most of the people say it is. Real quick off the bat, what are your guys' thoughts on working together? How's it worked for you? And I want to dig deeper. I think it's fantastic. We have no issues whatsoever. A lot of the times, because we do such different uh, jobs where in positions in the organization, Jeff is very, very techy, as everybody's well aware, which is amazing and brilliant. And I'm more the human resource, the people, the training, taking care of the day-to-day stuff and everything else. So there's days and our offices are side by side. I don't even know if he's here. So there's a lot of time that we actually have to stop throughout the year and say, we need time to go somewhere to talk to each other because we're we're busy, a good busy. And we love it. Right. But no, it's not like we're we work great together because we have to hardly even speak to each other. So we're not bothering each other. So, so that's what I wanted to dig into is that when I think it's kind of like you say, um, well, you don't know what it's like to have a kid until you have a kid and then you right. understand, right? right? I don't think people understand what it's like to work with your spouse until you work with your spouse, meaning if there's a different dynamic. This happens with my wife and I. So at the house, we're very equal. 
right? That's how it is. Like she may, she does her things. I do my things. We don't believe that I'm more powerful than her or she and us. We're equals. We're, we're teammates, right? But when we come into the office, it's different, right? Because now I have to say to her, Andrea, I need you to do this, right? Andrea, this needs done. And now all of a sudden it's, there's a little bit of difference, right? Now it's kind of like, well, and I have to tell her, like, I kind of am the owner and you are the employee, right? I And so does that make sense? Should you tell her a real trick to this? It absolutely does make sense, except for at home. <laughs> I say we're equal, but Jeff, again, is still the techie guy and he's still into all that and stuff still gets done. <laughs> but no, it's, and we don't like another thing. We don't even drive to work together. So we bring separate vehicles because he'll be going up to see clients or he's in Toronto to meeting or whatever. So we don't, we don't do lunches together. Nothing like everything's separate in the office. So basically we're in the same building and running a business, but doing it together. But not together, I guess, in a way. We have our meetings every week, but other than that, it's it's really, really good. And there is something that we found, I guess about five years ago, I found these, and um, it really, really helps everybody know what goes on. And I bought this for Jeff because this is very true that here in the organization, and I'm going to have you put this on right now, Jeff, he is the boss, right? But then I bought my hat, and I am the real boss. <laughs> So that's kind of how it works for us, right? So he, it's, as you said, you're the boss, but really she's the boss. So right, right. that's how it works for us. Okay. And, and that really how it works in my house, really, to be honest with you. I yeah. say we're equals, but the wife is uh, really in trouble. Happy home, happy wife, happy life, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah, so that, that is very true. And it's really funny. So I go back to that, that that's one of the things that people I don't think are realizing when they say, hey, it's difficult to work with your spouse. They just think it's because you guys get on each other's nerves or whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, she's like my best friend. We don't get on each other's nerves, right? It's exactly. just, I mean, we all do at one point in time, but that's not the reason why we. it's tough to work together. It's that dynamic between the two all out of the office and then being able to have a different dynamic in a way inside the office. And it's critical just to make sure the communication, the quality of your life is how you communicate with others. And we said right from the get-go that we're going to be brutally honest with each other through our whole relationship, and we have been. And there's good times and bad times. There's times when, you know, we're having troubles at work and it comes home. And yeah. it's really tough to check it at the door sometimes. Mm -hmm. you know, there's times we're working on a project. Like a lot of times at night I'll be reading and I'll be trying to figure stuff out at night at home. You know, sometimes I'm not really there. I need to mm -hmm. be. So there's times when I get obsessed. There's times that when I'm up at five o'clock in the morning and wake her up. And, you know, I have to hide my clothes out in the living room. So I have to sneak out quietly and go to the office. But I'll wake up at 430 and I can't get back to sleep. Right. And so, he's not quiet. And I'm not very quiet. I'm not, <laughs> I have to be a ninja to get around her. So my ninja skills aren't so good. Right. But <laughs> different things. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we know that we love each other unconditionally. We can mm -hmm. be honest with each other and we're each other's best friends. So we are able to take take that advantage and that uh, that base and use it. You know, sometimes we push harder. Like I think we expect more out of each other than anybody else. We don't give each other a pass. And uh, when I'm, the, you know, a CEO here, you know, I, I'm probably harder on my wife and my daughter than anybody else because right. I have to set the tone. I can't show favoritism. I got to make sure the business is my baby and I treat it first. And there's a time and a place for that. And who respects that? And, you know, we've had some hard conversations on certain things. We don't always respond. Likewise, at home, there's things I could be doing a lot better. And the real boss has to say, you need to do this better. So I have to conform and get better. So it's a two-way street. But, uh, you know, it's we've enjoyed some amazing times together. 
the good thing is when we're traveling and we were fortunate enough to be asked to speak a bit last year, uh, I think we spoke to 2,500 agents and, and seven events in five states. So it was really nice, but we did it together. We met a lot of people. We shared those experiences mm-hmm. and uh, we're there together doing things and meeting people and just being ourselves, which is awesome. And uh, I think the biggest thing is when you're going into business with a spouse, you have to be sure that you can be yourself 100%. There's a lot of people that are in relationships where they're not themselves. And those things really unfold at the work and stuff and things get really complicated because they're with the wrong person. If you're the wrong person and you're around them 24 seven, that's not very good. So it doesn't work out because they just haven't got the base. They're with the wrong person to begin with. So when you're around them, it magnifies what place to hide. So uh, that's where a lot of times it fails, right? And I imagine you guys have to have a good support staff and a good leadership team under you because a lot of times if Jeff wants to go on vacation, obviously Una needs to go on vacation. And if Una wants to go on vacation, you know, you guys are both out. That's like the two heads are always out. Travis and I, I can be out. He could be here. You know what I mean? How's that work in your office? You kind of, How do you deal with that dynamic? Uh, very fortunate because our team is very loyal. We've got team members that have been with us for a long time. So they know what goes on. Plus, we have two other management team members uh, here with us, Ken and Paul who if we're gone and something crazy was to happen, they can step in and help out. We're also like just a phone call away or an email away all the time. We never shut that off. Mm -hmm. We're not on it all day when we are away on vacation. You know, it's morning, maybe lunch or dinner time before we go out for dinner. We'll check in again just to make sure. So our, our team is very well aware that we're still there. If something crazy goes wrong, whether computer systems or whatever, we have a great IT guy. So we've built it up now that it's good to get away and, and need it. And the, and the staff knows that as well. So okay. you have to limit some of the things that like, there's some things there uh, that she's a real <laughs> boss. That's good. There's some things that we have to limit, right? There's certain things we have to say no. Like we had to say no to go to uh, IAOA this year and yeah. killed us. We wanted to go so bad, but we had been away at a wedding and we had a nice holiday, the two of us. The first time we've been away, the two of us, probably in about three years. This is the two of us. We seem to travel with a lot of other people, which was amazing. But we got back, and we had two new staff starting. We looked after onboarding and training the first two days. So we, And then we had a couple other important meetings, and we started our agency performance partner sales training, which I wanted to be part of and uh, work with my sales manager, Ken. So we just couldn't make it to, to Nicholas and Dave's event. It killed us. You know, I was, I was stalking the event online on the weekend because I wanted to hear you speak. And I think thanks to Travis, whoever videotaped it, I could talk here the great separator, right? So there's certain times we have to say no, just because there's only two of us. We can't be everywhere, but our team allowed us to get away and they respect us. We spoke uh, out of the office last year. And some people would say, wow, you're not working. What's going on? Well, we're sharing and learning, meet some great people and opening doors. So that was very positive. So at least everybody understands that we're we're just not going out joyriding out. We're actually doing stuff that's valuable. So And you missed brain share as well. Just want to make sure you know. And And we're bringing back, we're bringing back important information from all the agents that we learned from in the States too, as well. Right. They see that as well. So we're not just going somewhere to a conference and enjoying the food and the the social and everything else. We're speaking, we're learning, we're sharing, and we're bringing back to our organization to make it even better. So yeah, they, they do see that now. Yeah, I apologize. My my nephew was wedding was that weekend, and I get a very small family, so I apologize personally to you to say, "Hey, sorry, no. I didn't make." No, no, no. You told uh, me. I look at Elevate. I look at AI Brain Share and uh, IAOA as three of the premier events that, if you're an agent, you need to be there 
uh, attending. So, you know, I always felt like I always missed something. Luckily, I had people at each event that sent me their notes. And uh, basically, I bought the uh, the audio off you of all the speakers yeah. listened to in my car. So thank you for sharing. But uh, yeah, so that's... Well, you told me months before. You told me months before, Cass, this ain't going to yeah, work yeah. this year, dude. I got this wedding. So it's no big deal. I'm giving you, yeah. I'm giving you crap. But uh, you need to be there this year. Okay, so anyway... Uh, <laughs> the day. That's good. Glad to move October. First week October is better. So. Yeah, I know. And you know we're having it on the Gulf Coast, as as I may have you may have been on the meeting, and I'm scared to death. I'm actually going to buy hurricane insurance. I mean seriously, because I'm so scared because that's when the hurricanes come through, right about that time, and that'd be killer. You know. Yeah. Okay, so you are looking. Um, one of the things, if I'm correct, you guys are on Applied, but you're on TAM, right? You're not on Epic. Am I right by that? Right. Yeah. Right. And and what is the reason why you haven't went to Epic? Uh, the, uh, the their online version. Just curious. The couple number reasons. Number one, Epic, uh, we looked at it twice. I had the contract signed, but it just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel like it was going to do what was going to happen. And I felt over the next two or three years, the world's going to change quickly on, on with uh, technology. And the big thing is data management platforms. We need to connect all the silos. So we need your email, your social media, your uh, BMS or AMS system, your web reader, uh, all those things to talk to each other. And currently, no AMS system does that well or even does that. Applied, unfortunately, is a fairly closed system. They have certain partners, but they're, they're not as open as, say, a Tech Canary or some of the other vendors out there. So I just didn't want to get limited. And, you know, we had other areas we wanted to improve. So we felt that it was better to work on our digital experience, our, our lead, our sales flow. So we focused on external stuff that we could bolt into new systems first. And, uh, you know, I've been, I just haven't found the right system. I think I found a really good system, and you'll be aware of it. Uh, you know, Seth's idea of the neon, I think, is very promising, and it's got a lot of things that I'm missing in my in our agency. So we've been right. working with Seth and talking to him for the last number of months. I'm very bullish on neon, uh, but there's a lot of work to be done, and it's not going to simply work out of the box. It's going to take agents like you, myself, and other people involved to push it. So, so that's why we're on Tam. Tam does what we need to do, like really managing data and you know, accounting, uploading, downloading policies. It does that, so I don't really need to upgrade that. It's building everything around it so I can track every touch point of the client experience, put it in and learn from it, from behaviors and outcomes, and get connected with people, enough other agents that are doing things the same way, so we can start making decisions and recommendations for the clients. That's where we need to go. That's where we have to go where the puck's going, and that's all about data. And none of our current systems are even close to doing that right now. So hence, we're, we're kind of in a bad spot because... Epic would improve a number of functions, but I don't think we'll get the efficiency and the money. And we're a small agency. We have 21 people. We can't afford to switch and then switch next year. We can't put our team through that. So we have a chance to get this done once and get it done right. So that's kind of why we haven't moved. And wherever goes, you're on TAM. That's kind of an older system. You're fairly progressive. It's because we built all these other techs around yeah. it. We built 50 different programs right now and they don't all talk to each other very well we have a lot of manual process but we can get provide that experience the best we can and we're hoping to improve that so yeah okay so and 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 that's why i asked that question because i say there's people that ask me that they say jason he's on tam you know so i'm like yeah he's built so much stuff around it and like i said it's just smart i, I think there's a lot of people out there owning you too you guys are- <laughs> sorry 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 sorry, sorry. Sorry, that's totally wrong. But you guys, no, are the, you guys are smart in the fact that there's, it's like I said on the mastermind call this morning, like if you're thinking of moving management systems, I'm going to tell you to hold off for a, a year, right? Because I think there's some stuff coming that I yeah. think, 
I see a lot of these agents jumping and it's like, oh, and they're jumping and you'll hear them in the groups, not in AI, but they'll be in these other groups like, well, I'm thinking about going here. Should I do that? Yeah, well, yeah. That tells me that you haven't looked at necessarily what's good for your agency, right? No one else knows that. You've got to know that for your agency. One thing I want to add just so I can jump off that. Uh, what kind of car do you drive, Jeff? I drive, I drive Volkswagen Touareg. How about you? I drive, I drive a truck, a Honda Ridgeline. Yeah. That does not surprise me. That <laughs> does not surprise me. Uh, and Una, when you came to work today, what was the first thing you probably did? I washed the floors. That's why I'm asking that this question. That is the first thing I did. <laughs> That's why I asked this question. And like, it's an interesting thing. Jeff, what's the first thing you did this morning when you got first, to work? First thing I did is I had to go through my emails because I took a, a 50 clients on a bus trip down to a hockey game. We had a box and uh, it took me a lot. We had really bad weather here. So I had to watch the weather, phone everybody, move where the bus picked everybody up. So I really lost about four or five hours yesterday. And uh, I didn't get home till 1130 last night. And I had my phone. I wasn't. You know, when I'm with clients, I turn the phone off, didn't look at any emails. So I had to get caught up on anything urgent that happened. And I had been away Monday and Tuesday with a group of brokers in Toronto organizing a meeting with companies. So I had to run that. So the last three days have been a bit hectic. So I kind of had to get into, hey, what did I miss? What, what, what I had to get in catch up mode, right? So. so why were you cleaning the floors? Is that something you normally do or did you spill coffee, Una? No, every day. Especially every- this time. <laughs> Just this time of year because... We have laminate and some people don't take their shoes off. Like I have a note, please take off your boots, but they don't. And I just don't like footprints. So I come in early, I get that done. So it's clean when the staff gets here. And then I went on, I've got a girl away on holidays. I've got another one that just adopted two baby boys. And she's only working three days a week till two weeks from now. And then she's on paternity leave. And I had another girl off because her kids were all off of school. So I had all their activities to go through and basically doing account manager work for three people. So, but I like this. Let me ask you this question. This is a good question. So uh, I I've been hearing this a lot lately. I brought up the fact of having unlimited vacation, unlimited paid off at paid days off. Okay. And that's something that we, that we have here at our office. And we believe that if you give them three weeks, they're going to take every day. If you just say, Hey, it's open. They never take three weeks. Right. Well, that's right or wrong. But some of the, the, this lady, I think Beth, the frost or something like that. I, I I love her. I think she's very smart. She said to me on Facebook, she said, Jason, she said, what do you do for maternity leave? And I thought that was interesting because I have never, I have not had to experience that. And everybody in my office has already had kids and stuff, but that's, I'm going to experience that one day. And my thought was, is that I'm going to pay her for six weeks off. That's my opinion. Oh, we, we, we can afford it. That's what we're going to do. But we feel after six weeks, then there's going to be, you can take more time off if you want, but then we're going to have very much limitations, if anything, that you would do. And I'm just curious. Every agency is different. How, how do you guys deal with that? So in the U.S., it's extremely different to up here in Canada. Oh, good point. Didn't think of this. Tell me. Huge. So in Canada, when you go on maternity leave, so you're we're, we're prepared because somebody's pregnant, we know for like probably seven, eight months, it's going to happen. So we we're able to prepare to hire somebody because you get a year off paid when you have a baby. So we've lost our account manager for a year. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, (laughs) so this, this situation was again, a little different because, and we're so, so very happy for Brian and Stephanie to be able to be picked as parents for these two wee boys. Yeah. Um, they're age three and five. 
But when she found out on the Wednesday that they were a match, she gets the babies on Friday. Like they're three and five. So, and she gets 35 weeks paid paternity leave. So she's now off for nine months. So, and I didn't work up to that, (laughs) nor did she. So she was very, very good to say, we worked it together. I kind of had a little bit, okay. I said, now I'm going to be your mom. And go, you can't just like have two kids in your house. <laughs> Whoa, you know, oh wow, how do you do that? I said, oh, so, I know. Wow, you know, like exactly. And she looked and she's like goosebumps excited, and so are we for her. Like it's just brilliant. But I said, why don't you like Thursday, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off and work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for three weeks? Then, you know, the kids are getting used to you and whatever and the whole bit and then I've got another girl off on vacation again next week so it basically left me with nobody if she was gone so she was very good to be able to arrange it um she was hoping that they could stay because they were living with their grandparents for that time but it didn't work out because grandparents were moving so she did get the like the boys right away within five days and they are at the house now um fortunately they are farmers and in this weather her husband isn't as busy and her both mothers live very close by. So grandmas are coming and helping out sure. the day that she's here. So she's here today and then three days next week. And then she's gone for her paternity leave. Hey, Rob, a question. It's not Rob's question. Uh, they collect unemployment. And uh, so they go on unemployment while they're maternity leave. But we still continue to cover benefits yeah. uh, in Canada. Uh, so. yeah. Okay. Cause I'm you, you know, it's tough because trying to run a business with staffing it can be very tricky for 12 months to lose somebody. Five, and and they have, yeah, you, yeah. you have to hold their job. So you're, you can't train a broker. So it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you a question. So I'm just curious. I think I know the answer. So someone gets uh, uh, nine months off and in the core, uh, cause they're raising their, their kid. And in the course of that, they um, get pregnant again and mm-hmm. they have another kid like two, three, four, however this would happen. And then they just get it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That happened here. She's now done, which is good. (laughs) She came back after her maternity leave. Yeah. Wow. Because you get a year off. So we all know what happens in a year. I will say it is a little bit better. I thought you guys were carrying that cost. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you have 21 employees. What if this happened to three or four at one time? I mean, you can't make money. I should have said that. But it is the time, which is hard as well, because it's like, whoa. Yeah. You know, yeah. you guys, do you guys pay um, unemployment taxes there? Yeah, yeah you do. Okay, so th- that could affect it, right? Because they are collecting the unemployment, it could make yeah. your rate be a little bit higher. But once again, that's that's unbelievable. That is, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'm not against it. I think it's really cool for a mother or a father. I guess it. it another question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, can so, like, so for moms who have their own business and they can't shut their business down. If the dad works somewhere else, he can take the maternity leave or the, the paternity leave. Wow. Interesting. Good question, Rob. Good question. Because I, I didn't think of that. I just assumed. I just assumed. Wow, that is amazing. That is absolutely, that's mind-blowing. That's uh, that's how different it is. Hey, one thing that um, we've talked about, and I don't think a lot of agents realize this, um, your guys' rates there in Canada. Explain that to me so I don't misstate it like a dumb American. Everything is about the same, right? You guys all have the same rates, but different companies. Would you explain that? Does that make sense? 
I wouldn't say like the auto insurance in Ontario is regulated. So yeah. they have to file with the government. The rates have to be approved. All the companies have different rates. So they're still competing on rate at that point. Now, our rates, you know, probably an average rate would be 1500 to 2000 yeah. But I think what Jason's asking, if another agent had economical, like we have economical, their auto rates would be the same as ours. They would be. That is correct. So economical's auto rates are legislated. So they're the same across the board with any agent. So it's pure but, I mean, but every yeah, but every company, as Jeff just said, and sorry for interrupting, is they have different rates. Gotcha. So there's so, and not every agent has all the same companies. So you, you've got same as the, same as the U.S. No different okay. than the U.S. Right? Okay. Like you don't okay. have travelers giving one agent a better rate than the other, do you? In the U.S. Yes. Yes. They, they get different rates. It and it pisses me off. Excuse my language, oh. everybody, but it does. Um, and what happens is, I'll give you a real quick example. Travelers has a gold, silver, and bronze. Well, yeah. if we quote the the gold and we explain that, but if the other agent's quoting the bronze, if we don't do a very good job of it, they take the other because it's three hundred dollars less. And it's like it drives me crazy because you're getting beat by the fact that the agent's competing on price and taking away coverage. That's, that's, that's a different package, though, right? That's a different yeah. package. You could sell the same package, right? Like if if you have yes. these packages. That's what happens in Canada is the difference is the bigger brokers get overrides, which I'm assuming they do. So we'll get 12.5% in auto. The big guys will get 2 or 3% extra on top of that. So you can imagine the advantage that gets them by they have scale, they have more volume, they get more commission on each client. Their rates are the same. So that's the one thing. We have a thing called UDAP, which means if an insurance company has different companies and has different rates, we can only have one rate. They can't hide it by having a different company and flipping it around. They have to basically be the same uh, practice and pricing, right? So, so that's kind of in, in our rates, you know, probably 1500 to 2000 on auto premium, probably 1000 on homeowners. So I think our rates are more than some states uh, than others. I'm not sure what they, I know it varies average premiums across the U.S., but basically similar. There's not much difference really than the U.S. Okay. All right. Now, I think there was some confusion there, and I think you guys straightened it up perfectly. And so uh, one question, another question I had over here was, Jeff, um, when when you guys started the agency, was it just Jeff, or did you guys start the agency together? Uh, I started, my dad started in 57. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, I knew that. That's right. No, it's good. No, it's cool. And then I, I jumped in 89. I was in high school. And you know, if you look at our video, I helped my dad. Actually, he was in, in high school. I helped him set the computers up uh, when I was in grade 13. And then he needed some help. We had about 600 crop insurance clients. So we used to do crop insurance. So we'd insure all the crops around here. We live in a really big agricultural producing county. Our county produces more agricultural output than some of our entire provinces where we live. So farming is really big. So wow. I got to help him and I was calling up farmers and I got my license when I was 18. And then I went to university uh, the next five years, got my uh, business degree. And then Una started working for us legitimately, uh, what, like probably four months after I graduated in 94, right? 94. 94. Started my dad's birthday, November 10th, 94. So we actually worked together. Uh, at that point, we we're both married to different people. Basically, and oh, you know, no, she went to first wedding. yeah, she went to my she was at my first wedding, and I went to the second one, but yeah. second one I was the bride. Yeah. <laughs> and we were always we were always great friends, and then I got divorced and uh, dated for a couple of years, and then uh, about a year later, a year later she got divorced, and probably a year after that we uh, we actually started dating. So probably ninety nine, I think it would be. Correct me now to correct me. You why, when you guys were friends, Una, were you working in the agency at that time? I it wasn't clear there. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then, hired me. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Fantastic. Wow. I, I totally forgot that. Yeah. So, uh, 
and 23 years. We've been working together for 23 years, so something like that. Yeah, 23 years. Wow. That's we, still, uh, we still like each other. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to throw a couple more A's in there. Sorry. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. You know what? I mean... I feel for people who aren't very happy because I got to tell you, I've been with my wife 20 years now and it's not what I was told 20 years would be like, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I, I think it's a very important that you have to be investing in your business. You have to invest in yourself, but most importantly, you have to invest in your relationships, most importantly with your best friend, your spouse. Right? So I think that that's a huge part. And, um, there's a, there's a huge dynamic that goes along with that, that I, that I was going to discuss and it just slipped my brain. Let me see what my, what my thing is. Um, Jeff went and let me say this, Una, uh, what would you say is probably one of the most effective? I don't know. I don't know how to say that. I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Uh, okay. So what do you do on a daily basis? Una, you said HR, you said, I think you're in charge of running like processes and, and the team. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So training, backfilling, helping out okay. yeah, a little bit of everything, all the, all the human resources, anything to do with the, the staff, the account managers, the director of first impressions, anything to do with that is in the offices, making sure that processes and procedures are being followed following up with the staff on a like a daily, definitely weekly basis to make like somebody's having a trouble with something, I'm jumping right in right away. We don't wait. It's it's very open. So I, I check on things daily. If I see somebody slipping, I just check and make sure everything's okay, see if there's something going on and what they need help with. So and, and again, we if you look back in our history, we'll be honest, back in about two ten, two eleven, two twelve, we're growing two, three percent. We were stagnant and uh, we had people that were doing sales and service. So we made the decision along with a number of other things to separate sales and service. So when we did that, Una became the VP of operations for personal lines and looks after all the tasks you talked about, the directors for first impression, the account managers. We have Ken Cahoon, who is our sales manager, and he looks after all the sales for our sales team, which has about five people on it. And then Paul Wetlaufer, he does he's our digital marketing guy. We just set a position up last year because I was wearing a lot of hats and I was running everybody doing that plus doing everything else. And uh, as a CEO, I make sure all three of them are doing their job. They report to me. I'm also looking forward, looking at the new technologies and making the big decisions, making sure we follow corporate governance and looking after culture. And I still have a book of business. It's not massive. I've been scaling back because you, as, as I think Zach or uh, sorry, Matt mentioned today and Billy Williams, as you have to decide if you're an agency owner or your producer and a lot of people are, you can't be all things. And if you're the sales manager, you're a top salesperson, that's not going to fly long-term. You can't be all those things. You can't be good enough. So we've kind of made this evolution where everybody's got unique roles. And since we've done that, we've started, you know, producing 10, 12% growth on an annual basis. And it's starting to work as we learn more and get better. And we have people dedicated to fix things. So that's been a, a huge thing. And everybody has their roles defined. 
I think Joe's got a great question yeah. up here. Do you want to answer Joe? Um, hey, Joe, how are you doing? Yeah, Joe, it's, it, that is very difficult. Joe's question is how do we set boundaries at home that we're not talking about work all the time? As I said earlier, we don't see each other at the office a whole lot. So it is almost like coming home when you have different jobs and saying, okay, you know, this happened today and so-and-so's doing this or whatever. And then it's like, what? And then, what? What happened? <laughs> I took care of it. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, we do talk business a lot at home. And that seems to be, even if we're driving somewhere, it's, we're talking about business because we're getting caught up on what's going on. And it is hard to, and I'll be completely honest, it's very hard when we say, okay, that's it. No more business talk. And then we both just sit there. And it's like, <laughs> what are you about now, right? Like, okay, let's have a drink and we'll think of something. <laughs> right? it's like, so now what do I talk to you about? All right. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I feel you on that. And to answer Joe's question, who is an AI master member, good to see you, Joe, is that I'm the same exact way, man. I mean, my wife and I, we talk about it all the time. I think sometimes she doesn't necessarily want to hear it all the time. But uh, what I normally do, and this is me, as I'm talking to her, I'm kind of talking to myself, right? I'm kind of like talking it through myself to say, is this right? I feel that way a lot because I don't get responses that I'm talking to myself. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, you're exactly well, right. The other thing too is sometimes like, yeah, the odd times some really bad stuff, it'll come up at 10, 30, 11. And, you know, sometimes there's tough issues. Like we've had some really tough issues to deal with. And uh, sometimes it's tough and then you just can't get to sleep. You know, sometimes, you know, we very seldom have arguments, but the odd time there's a, a tough thing. We have totally different values on something and it's difficult. We always come back to common ground, but it's always tough when that's before you go to bed because then you can't get sleep. Right. And right. Uh, at the I, end of the day, at the end of the day, we may be investing in an IRA, annuities, whatever, but this is our biggest investment. And that's the way my wife and I look at it. It's not a job. We truly love it. Not as much as her or as I, but from the fruits that come from it financially, being able to have an open calendar, all that stuff is, you know, that's very nice for the family, but it is, it's a, it's a really, really tough dynamic. I want to, I want to say this right here. Also, Vanna says we work together too, married for 36 years when we have some disagreements, they don't usually last long because we do bit, we have business to talk about that can't wait. So we just decided to not speak. <laughs> I can relate. I can relate. I can relate, Vonda. That's that's exactly right. So yeah, I, I, I'm saying the same thing, and it, it is so funny because uh, we do. We will sit there and just talk about insurance forever. It drives yeah. our kids nuts more than anything. I was going to say too, and you're a little more fortunate because you, your kids are still young. Ours are growing up and moved out. So then I've got to, you know, the kids have called me or text me or Facetime me, whatever, and then I'm saying, okay, we're done. And then let's, this is what Caitlin and Ryan said, this is what's going on, or here's what's happened with so-and-so. But I, what, what she just said too, is if there is a discussion that's maybe not the way I think it should be going, again, I'm Irish. So that's, I got that against me a wee bit because maybe I'm a slightly stubborn, I don't know, and opinionated. But if there's something that maybe I'm not agreeing with, then if finally I just go, okay, I'm done talking because you're not getting it. <laughs> but we do come back to it. and even ground sometimes he is correct right yeah. <laughs> i love it i when i when i'm listening to you una i'm and you're talking about you being opinionated and stuff i'm looking at jeff and i'm just wondering what the hell is going through his brain you know what i mean because uh, <laughs> you know as a husband it's you know it, it's He's scared to answer that's no, good well i said I, I, mean, I mean i'm passionate about certain things and other things uh, you know i'm fairly tolerant on certain things too so you know right. sometimes i i'm not I, I the good thing is i realize a lot of times i'm wrong too 
and I'm, I'm fairly open-minded on stuff, but certain things I'm not, but everybody's got their things That's that right. they, they'll die on the stake for and other things that are negotiable. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm hundred percent wrong. Like, you know, as I get older, Una, it makes more sense. So <laughs> she's usually about five years ahead of me. Right. So it's like, uh, you said this five years ago, now I'm getting it right now. So it's funny. <laughs> and one of his strongest attributes that is my weakest is he's very patient and I'm not, you're not patient. Anything like, if something needs to be done, it needs to be done now. And like, let's get it done. And if you say you're going to be home at two, two oh five doesn't cut it because I'm already done what we're supposed to be doing. So, you know, but, and he's so patient. <laughs> it's, I'm very Jeff, fortunate with that. Jeff, what would you say is probably her strength and your weakness? Her strength? Yeah. Uh, she, uh, they said uh, she's like, she's phenomenal with people. I'm not saying it's a weakness, but she's. No, your weakness, my strength. My yeah. weakness. No, I'm saying I'm saying her strength. I'm saying yeah, you're saying, yeah, she said your strength and her weakness. You're going to say her strength and your weakness. That's what I thought. I was saying her strength. So I'm yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. Doing it first, then me second. So okay. <laughs> yeah, no, her her people skills are phenomenal. I feel she's got a PhD in empathy. How she connects with people. How she listens. She can hear a conversation. Remember every single word that was said. Uh, which is really good. And in most cases, I have to watch what I say. But uh, I don't have that ability. I have the ability to pick up a good just of it. But she can do that and completely kill it. And uh, again, she just brings a positive energy. Just I can't I can't even articulate it. But it's just the, the people HR. Uh, just that whole thing is amazing. She's yeah. got that to a level that I I don't think I've ever seen really anywhere. Uh, she just got that it factor right. So you know, my weakness I would say one of the things is organization. She's she's very extremely organized, clean, perfect. Uh, I'm not so clean. You know, I got a lot of things going on in my head. My head's a bit noisy. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of things going on. So I seem to attract things. And, again, I, I always seem to be solving these puzzles. And I can't usually figure it out, right? I'm trying to figure a lot of stuff out. And I don't know if there's a neat way to figure things out. If there is, uh, I'd love to hear how to do it. But I've got a lot of things going on in my head. And it seems to spill off into my office and my own life. And I try to get better. But uh, that's a huge weakness of mine. I could be a lot better organized in certain things. I try and have a success ritual and do certain things. But where I put certain things and how I organize them could be a bit better. So I always joke with him and say he's like the guy off the peanuts. Like, you know, pig pen, they just walk around, just mess comes behind him. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, but her, she's very, she's phenomenal at that. So I always yeah. think that if you have people that it's great when you have different strengths, it offsets mm-hmm. each other. It really works out well. Like we've, we had a really tough time. And uh, when Una's parents both got sick, and uh, Una's the most remarkable lady. She was at the hospital. She never missed a minute with them, was there all the time. I've never seen one drove an hour and a half every day for two years to see them back and forth. Like, you know, just a real role model of how to deal with your parents. I've never seen anybody act like that. So the way she treats her family, looks after people is second to none. But we're trying to run a business through that. It's very hard. Like we had to keep the wheels running and work together and just make it work. And we did it. And, uh, you know, that was a tough point. I was point still working. Yeah. And she was still maintaining stuff. And we were doing it together, being able to balance everything off. That was a true test, right? Like, right. things are not going to go great in your life. But if you have a great partner and that's somebody right. beside you, that's key, right? You need somebody that can that be that strength, that rock. And Una's always that rock. You know, she's my biggest fan. Even when we, I, play, I was a hockey goalie, she's always at every game. Any sports I played, anything I do, she's always been my biggest fan. And, uh, you know, I always know I can count on her. And she's going to tell me the honest truth, right? If it's, if that's it's good, what I, I, if it sucks. If I played a bad game, she'd tell me if I sucked, right? So that's good. She was honest. 
that no, that is a big part of a plus with me and my spouse and I or my wife is that um, is that what you're saying there is the unbiased. Right. I can say something to Sean or even Travis, my business partner, or other people in my office, and I know they may be coming from what's best for them. Right. That's that's how we are as humans. When I ask for feedback from Andrea or really what should we do here? I know I'm getting she's in my head. Right. We're in it together. So she wants it to work as well. So that's the main thing that I absolutely love. I mean, there's pros and cons. But I would say that's definitely a, a pro is getting that honest feedback on. Oh, so valuable. It's so valuable, especially with someone like me who's all over the place all the time. I need someone to say, no, Jason, that's not good. That's not good. Oh, it's here. Right. And so I, th- I think it's very similar in that in that regards. So wrapping this up, wrapping this up, uh, letting everybody get the lunch or it's after lunch, wherever you're, you're at Eastern time, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a 20, 10 to one. It's all good, or twenty to one. Yeah, well, I I appreciate it. Um, it, it is very difficult uh, as the as the audience grows. As you know, it's very difficult. I have to start thinking of the West Coast as yeah, opposed yeah. to the East Coast, and uh, and it's very difficult. A lot of our mastermind members, Jeff, have been in there forever. They're all East Coasters, right? So now the yeah. West Coast is like, hey, it blows having a meeting at eight. I'm taking my kids to school, and it's yeah. like. It's just, it's a really tough thing. Could you imagine being in Russia? I think they have like 11 time zones. You know, wow. How do you do that? I mean, you can't do it, right? So anyways. <laughs> so, I hear your accent, but. <laughs> how many time zones? You guys have the same time zones we do, right? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Geography yeah. matches perfect. Dumb American. Dumb American. Just don't. You're matter. an hour difference from us. So uh, you're, uh, what, you're central? Central. Or Eastern. central. Yeah, yeah. Good. I apologize. Uh, we're, I'm making some more of your masterminds. We've changed our management meeting to one meeting a month as opposed to having one for a month. So we try to scale back. So able to jump in. It was great to hear Matt today. Matt did a phenomenal job. Yeah, uh, so as good as Bob Wan coaching sounds great. Dude, I think they're going to be huge successful. I really yeah. do. They're, not only do they have a great program, but they're just good dudes. I mean, yeah. they're just good dudes. No. I talked to some of their people. I mean, and I know their people weren't having to say it because, you know, they were wondering what they were thinking. Like their people believe in Zach. They believe. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're the real deal. I, I reached out to him because my daughter was trying to set up some referral stuff. And I guess he actually knew who I was, but I reached out and uh, we met and had a great chat for about an hour. And same thing, right? Like he's doing some stuff well that we could do better. And we're probably doing some stuff in terms of digital marketing and generating leads and sales process that helps him. Right. So I had a great chat with them. Met them both at Elevate last year. Looking forward to seeing them at Elevate this year in uh, New Orleans. Una's speaking down in New Orleans. So I get to go and uh, see everybody and uh, hang out and watch my wife speak. I'm excited about it. So so she's speaking and you're not. She is, yeah. It's awesome. Yep, handwriting's on the wall. You're out, buddy. Uh, look, that's a good way. Yeah, I had my five seconds. Uh, I had my five seconds last year, so it's all good. But uh, no, it's good. I'm just excited to go down. And uh, it's nice being a team, right? It's uh, right. both. We go to different events. We pick different things up. We have different conversations. And between us and bringing it all together, we kind of pick our hit list of things. You know, we started going to masterminds in 2010 with Michael McLean, and we started learning how to, hey, let's write, let's look at our list, let's compare notes, and let's start doing things. So it's nice to have two different perspectives on yeah. it. It's really worked, right? Mm-hmm. I used to go by myself for meetings. I come back, and you know, it's like trying to tell somebody else's joke. You always f it up. Doesn't sound as funny, right? So the like, hey, we gotta do this, gotta do this. Well, she's there, so I don't have to say as much. She gets it. She usually picks up the same things. Our list will be probably eighty percent the same. Yeah. I'll add about twenty percent of extra geeky technical stuff, but other than that, our list will be the same. Hey, we gotta do this, gotta do that, and we hold each other accountable, which is great. Like having well, your own accountability coach is good. 
is it goes to what you're saying here is Billy Williams talks about the fact that you need to bring as many people as you can from your office to these conferences or to, to these things, because he said that we all have filters. So yeah. Jeff goes to the thing by himself. He filters out the 50% that he thinks is important and then tells that to, let's act like Una didn't go to Una. And then Una has her own filters to pass on to. So really maybe 15 to 20% of what was actually learned actually gets down to the team. So I can yeah. see how that would be a huge benefit with you guys is you have your own filter, but it's right there. And and like you said, you guys think so differently that you're able to bring a lot of that back. That's that's a powerful thing right there. We pick up a lot that way. And one thing too is my job as the CEO and the leader is to make people better, light a fire inside them, not under them. So I always try and find the best coaches in the world to make them better, right? I, I, Una, I was able to meet Kelly, and I'm like, we got to hire Kelly and get her to come in here because I think she can make a difference. And Una worked with her, and they completely crushed our production reviews because Una just needed a, a couple little things. She already said all the right things, but Kelly said a little bit differently, and Una worked it really hard and amazing. You know, I sent Paul, our marketing guy, to Chris Paradiso's marketing school down in te Texas. He learned a lot, right? I've got our sales trainer coming in to work with our sales manager. So I'm not scared to say, hey, we don't know it here. I'll hire the best I can get. I want to make everybody better. Is it right. better in their job? They're better at home. They're better in their community. Everybody needs a coach. Even a yeah. coach needs a coach. Everybody right? needs a coach, right? So it's That's awesome. right. So. Yeah, you saw a post that Nicholas Ayers just put. He said, hey, I met with my life coach. That was the worst three minutes of my life. I think he was kissing. I know I, I, Nicholas was loving his yeah, meeting. He felt like Tony had to cut back on some of his food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't believe what that guy eats. No, we, we actually got to spend time with Nick and his wife at, at Arizona last year on a fire. We had a great three-hour chat. Just got to know them better. So it's great just to meet other husband and wife's. Uh, the, uh, the Huff insurance guys are awesome. Good husband and wife team. There's a lot of great husband and wife teams in the industry that right. do amazing and make yeah. it work. And uh, we admire them. And, uh, you know, they always say, oh, don't work with your spouse. There's a lot of people that horror stories, but they have they have the whole same horror story with somebody else. Right. They just mm -hmm. they don't have the right culture. They have to pick the people with the right values. They can't communicate. It doesn't matter who it is. You're going to run into those problems. So the main thing is you have to be able to chat openly and honestly and fix things and trust trust, trust. That that person's going to do what they said they're going to do right? right not always cover right, right? you know uh, travis said to me one time i said travis i said it's you're so you're so into making sure that people do exactly what they say they're going to do and he looks at me and goes well, what the hell else are they supposed to do? Right. And you sometimes don't think about that. It's like, man, you're so detailed is what I'm supposed to do. Well, you're, if the communication was right, that's actually what we're expecting you to do. Right. And I think we do that with our employees. I, I say this a lot, that if you set expect expectations for someone, like majority of the time, they hit it every time. It's just yeah. we don't set the expectation, but yet we still want the result. You know what I yeah. mean? And I, I think that that's well, vital. Like stretch goals. We said expectations, but my dad, he, one of his favorite quotes are there's no overachievers, just underestimators. And that was one of his, his quotes. But more importantly, have a bit of a stretch goal, right? We like to have a, a little stretch goal because you may not hit it, but you get so much further than you got if you just under, you mailed it in and had something so small. And we have, we usually have too big of a list. Uh, we've shortened our list down. Like when we, I felt we were so far behind 2010 that we would go to our mastermind groups. We come back with 40 things. Now we would knock 25 of them off in six months, and people were blowing away what we did. But I just felt we had to work so hard to get caught up uh, yeah. because we were so far behind, and we still feel like we have so much more to learn and get better. That, but we've got smaller lists 
they're probably more complex tasks, like mm-hmm. looking at changing your, your AMS system and going to something like Neon, huge, huge tasks. So I have to carve out some bandwidth, but I believe behavior like that can change the game and make us unique. And it could be, it's our blockbuster Netflix moment. I believe that strongly in it. And uh, the one, you know, I say often, AI will never replace agents, but agents who use AI will replace those who don't. And you had that quote up, you know, a lot of people don't get it yet and hasn't really started to hurt anybody. People are still renting videos at their local store. They're driving into getting them, but they're soon going to be able to, the speed's going to improve on the internet, download stuff. That's going to, like they did in that industry, it's going to shift in our industry. And it's Mm going to be fast. And that's why I don't think people realize how big the tsunami is coming. And it's going to be like nothing anybody's ever seen. So if you compare it to the last 20 years, yeah, I've been saying the agent's been done for years. You're not done, but you're going to start seeing more and more of your your lunch getting eaten and carved out. And that's why you have to start doing different things. You have to learn. Like, you know, the amount of books and stuff I'm reading right now on AI data processing management systems, I'm trying to learn it. So just like you, like I don't want to get taken. I used to trust people, but a lot of times I trust them and end up screwing you in the end. And we built mm-hmm. 10 grand on the latest, greatest system that didn't work. And right. uh, I've got, you know, we've got a lot of battle scars, uh, you know, trips or things we didn't invest in because it didn't work and we lost our money and it was bad. But, you know, at least we know how to ask questions better and mm-hmm. how to keep each other real. And Una and I can say, hey, 15 years ago, we dealt with somebody. This person sounds a lot like them. I got a bad gut feeling. And you know, uh, I mean, a lot of times out of 10, you can feel that. And again, generally, both of us aren't a bad read of people. So having that second opinion it's amazing. Like when we do interviews, her and I are in the room, we bring somebody else in between all of us. We, we can sense. And we, 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 one individual we didn't hire, we picked something out, you know, pick some things out that the person didn't do that and it turned out it would have been a really bad hire, but one person would have missed that. So it's an example of a lot of things to, you know, you can conquer a lot more ground as a team, right? And uh, mm-hmm. it's all about team building. And there's no more important team than starting at home with your family and, you know, working with that and setting up uh, some good, you know, some good relationships there. So agree emphatically. I agree emphatically. Una, anything you want to you want to add before we close this up? I just, like honestly, probably for us or for me anyway, working with Jeff is probably my dream job. Like, really, we're having so much fun together. My next dream job will be retirement, but yeah, we're ha- we have fun together, and that's you know we are best friends, and we have we're now at the point where if I know he's doing something, I just let it go. He knows I'm doing something, he doesn't bother till I tell him, or if I have a question, we go in, and we work that way. So yeah, we have fun, and I think that's very important to anybody that to make sure that you're having fun doing what you're doing. Take care of yourselves too. We mentioned the Huffs. They're doing brilliant both in their lifestyle and work. Like, wow. Jerry and Nancy, wow. Yeah. Hats off to you. Yeah. Hats off. Your fitness and your moral moral. We've been watching you on Facebook. Yeah. Oh. Know. So they're right. an inspiration to us. Well, to me, especially. Um, I've started getting back and, and Sid too. She's at the gym now in the mornings at four. That's way off my scale. I'm not getting up at four to go working, working out. But just to get back on to working out, you know, and, and getting physically and your mind fit to be able to continue doing what we're doing. So, yeah, I think that's probably how I want to end it. It's just, yeah, and thank so, you. So I, I want to thank you guys for for being who you are for the industry. Uh, for everybody watching live, I want to wrap it up with something, so um, make sure you don't leave. I think um, I do – I want to say thank you very much. And to people like uh, like Jerry and like Nancy and to all these people out there, to my wife, um, they, this is not sometimes the easiest. And I say this a lot when I'm uh, teaching my producers – a relationship is a relationship is a relationship. 
So the relationship you have with your client is very similar to the relationship that you may have with a loved one, right? It's, it's, it comes from the same trust and it's coming from the same type of place. And, and I think that there's no better place to learn that and have that partner there, just like you're saying, Jeff, especially that is so huge to me to be able to say, I really feel as if this is something good, but I really need to, I, I need somebody unbiased, someone I trust, someone who is, is needing the same outcome I have. Right. And, yeah. and I just, I think that that's so huge. Wrapping it up. I want to go back to something you said, Jeff. I said this on one of my podcasts, and and by the way, everybody needs to listen to the new one I did with Daniel Burris. It's something I did two years ago, but what's amazing is, is how many of those things he's talking about are happening right now. So, so Jeff, it's not doom or gloom. I really believe that this is the most important thing. I believe the, the, the tsunami that you talk about is actually going to empower agents, is actually going to put everybody on a, on a level playing field. Um, one of the things that Seth uh, Zaremba said to me, he said, Jason, it wasn't until the, the agents and, and the um, companies used to be really good partners, right? But then direct bill came along, technology came along, and the agents kind of backed up and put up their walls like, hey, you're trying to take me. And the companies were like, hey, I, you know, I, I need to put up my walls. And what happened was is it allowed the vendors to come up in the middle and be the connection between us two. And I don't think that people realize that that's part of the great separator is to be able to remove them from the middle and take the walls down. That coming together, is where the transformation occurs. And so I really like that. Now, here's what I want to end with. You said this. You said that, Jason, the tsunami is going to hit and they may not know, but they're always going to say for 20 years, you've been saying this or somebody's been saying this, right? They said it when the fax machine came out. They said it when email came out. They said it when digital marketing and the internet came out. This is what I want to say to everybody listening live, that in the in the, uh, what would it be? The fable, the storyteller, the, the story of the wolf, the big bad wolf, and not, not the three little pigs, but the, the boy who cried wolf. He was mm-hmm. sitting there, said that, you know, hey, there's a sheep. Everybody came running. There was no sheep. Da, 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 da. Here's the point of the story I want us to think about. Eventually, the wolf came. We've been talking about this for a long time. And yeah, you've been saying this. The industry's been telling me that this is going to happen. Maybe it was crying wolf, but I'm telling you that we've seen the wolf. He is here, right? He is operating in this industry, and now it just takes us to get behind him to launch that. And so I want people to put that in their brain that the wolf is here, and in the story, the wolf actually came. And and I really want to I really want to lay that that home to everybody. So once again, Jeff Una, I really do appreciate you guys coming on. This was really fun. Um, I really was trying to wonder if we were going to be able to last an hour. I'm thinking, how do I talk about couples this whole time? But that's why I'm me, right? I'm just going to do it. We're going to figure this thing yeah, out. Jason always do that, right? <laughs> So thank you very much for your guys' time. Thank you very much to all you um, people listening out there. I really do appreciate it. And let's change the industry together. I didn't think I'd ever see it, Una and Jeff, in my lifetime. A new transformation would come, but I was starting to wonder, was I going to see it in my lifetime? I'm really excited we're going to. Thank you very much for your time. Love you guys. All right. See you later. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. 
really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.